Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Hello and welcome, friends. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today's show is a Walking the Talk vancast, a look behind the scenes into what I'm learning and working through, along with a takeaway for you. These portable episodes are informal and casual, recorded on the go from wherever I happen to be at the time. And today, I'm camped out in my winter spot by the fireplace with my van recording equipment set up doing a fireside chat. In the last van cast, which was episode 181, we explored how to create space in your life. And today, I want to take a look at how to give yourself permission to fully experience the space you cleared and use it as a launching pad to dream big. Creating space usually happens in times of life transition as we stand on the threshold of feeling a new self-image emerge while simultaneously letting go of what supported the old self. It's like standing in a doorway between two rooms where a new life awaits in the one that you're just about to enter. The threshold is an exciting place where you experience identity transformation, but it's also a place of not knowing, which can cause distress and anxiety. But as we discussed in the last episode, you can invite ease by letting go of what no longer is useful, whether old habits, expectations, relationships, situations, assumptions, the way we wish things were, just to name a few. You'll feel a range of emotions, including fear and grief, along with glimpses of elation that can beckon you forward into unknown territory as you make your own path one step at a time. If you're having difficulty, especially around letting go, there may be some grief work to do. Letting go is grieving. Something was lost, and it's more than just a job, or a career, or a relationship. When we make a transition like this, we may also feel like we've lost a sense of self, or purpose, or identity. We may feel a loss of daily structure and social connection. If it was unplanned, we may feel a loss of control, trust, security, or self-confidence. And we may feel like we have no motivation or clarity on how to move forward. And depending on when this is happening in life, we may also be faced with the feeling that we've lost our youth or time itself. Know that you may go through a number of grief stages, denial, bargaining, anger, sadness, but eventually you'll get to a place of acceptance, which is the end of the grieving process and the beginning of the healing process, of getting stronger. As you move through your waves of grief, remember, you can take it moment by moment. 
When things get overwhelming, remind yourself that you're okay in this moment and repeat that mantra as often as necessary. As you practice being okay with what's unfolding as you're experiencing that shapeless, formless, embryonic state of what's next, how do you begin dreaming again? One of my favorite quotes is from poet Antonio Machado, who wrote, Traveler, there is no path. The path is made by walking. By walking, you make a path. I share this quote with you once again because many times we're waiting to see a fully formed path emerge before we begin to take any action. And it's been my experience that it actually works the other way around. First, you need to begin taking steps forward, and then the path is revealed a little at a time. It can feel counterintuitive. So let's talk about how you begin to dream bigger. It can be helpful to revisit the past by spending some quiet time reflecting on your journey. And you can do this by thumbing through old journals or pictures. Think of it as research. Look for the decision points and actions you've taken along the way. As you connect the dots of major life events, you'll see how you've naturally set intentions throughout your life and then taken the steps to create your own path in that general direction. As we mature, we can fall into a dreamless groove, thinking we're too old or have too many responsibilities to focus on the life of our dreams. Here are seven ideas to be more intentional and get some dream momentum going. One, define what a big dream is for you. A big dream feels like it's beyond the possibilities of the life you have today. As an example, in my mid-50s, I decided I wanted to run an ultramarathon. The most I had ever run to that point was 17 miles, and that was years before. So for me, it was a big dream. Two, ensure your life dream is really yours. Once you get a sense for what your big dream is, ask yourself, is it really yours? Is it what you want to do, or is it to appease the expectations of others? How much does achieving this matter to you? In my ultra example, I had just become a wellness coach, and I wanted to experience what it would be like to design and execute a plan to physically challenge myself at midlife in a way that I never had before. Three, do the inner work. Once you have a compelling dream that's really yours, spend some time reflecting on how you feel about attaining a dream like that. Do you feel you deserve it? Is it meaningful or have a deeper purpose? Are you growing in some way? This is a great opportunity to go deep. My ultra wasn't just a physical challenge. It was a mental, emotional, and spiritual one as well. I wanted to know what I had in me when I trained on the trails mile after mile and how I would handle six hours of running on race day and who I was when I crossed that 50K finish line. Four, break down the dream into actionable segments. One of the reasons many people don't tackle their big dreams is it feels overwhelming. 
Once your dream is defined and you're emotionally connected to it, it's time to create an action plan that's achievable. Napoleon Hill has been quoted as saying, a goal is a dream with a deadline. Creating a time-bound plan with key milestones will also give you clarity on what your next step is, as well as a way to track progress. I did my research and created a detailed training plan for myself that I scheduled and tracked weekly, along with a nutrition plan that was mostly plant-based whole food to help with my recovery. 5. Make the journey enjoyable. If you're not having a good experience, it will be difficult to remain motivated. With any pathmaking, there will be ups and downs. What about this process can you love each day regardless of outcome? How can you keep yourself upbeat and positive? Music and podcasts were key for me. Where have you had success like this before? Are there others who have achieved similar outcomes? What can you learn from them? 6. Learn to recognize how resistance shows up for you. Rest assured that at some point along the journey, resistance will make itself known. And it can be devious. It can show up as fatigue, busyness, through injury, via the inner critic talk track, or in a way that's unique to your situation. Whatever obstacles seem to block your way, find the point of resistance and a way to work through it. My months-long training schedule was littered with work responsibilities, social commitments, aches, strains, and the weather. It was a matter of taking them one at a time and either working through them or adjusting as needed. 7. Think beyond your big dream. I learned a cool technique when I was training, which was to envision life once I accomplished my dream. I would think about what it would feel like waking up the next morning and seeing the medal I received the day before as I sipped my coffee in bed. And I would think about what I might do with this new level of fitness I had developed. What will your life feel like once you accomplish your big dream? What will you be able to do as a result of reaching this new pinnacle? Life will reset and your next dream will launch from there. The life you live is unique to you. Part of the joy of pushing your edge are the new people you meet along the way. Whether through a related interest group with like-minded people, a coach or mentor, or through support tools like books and podcasts, you'll have the opportunity to expand your circle with compatible friends who will encourage and help you realize your dream. In time, you can be that mentor for another, bringing the process full circle. I'll leave you with the last verse from a poem by John O'Donohue titled, For a New Beginning. I'll put a link to the full poem in the show notes, and I highly encourage you to give it a read. Quote, Awaken your spirit to adventure. Hold nothing back. Learn to find ease in risk. Soon you will be home in a new rhythm, for your soul senses the world that awaits you. Unquote. Thank you so much for joining me today. 
I know there are many ways you can spend your time. Thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot, and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.